Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. If you're anything like me, free time is limited. So things like yard work are just not doable. And if you're also like me, you don't even own a lawnmower. That is why All Above Landscaping is the right choice. All Above includes a variety of options when it comes to your landscaping needs, including lawn installation, design, irrigation, debris removal, maintenance, and much more. If you're in the city of Sumter and you're looking for reliable service at a friendly price, give All Above Landscaping a call today. It's 803-464-7414. Mention that you heard this ad on this podcast and you'll get a special discount on your first service. Again, that's 803-464-7414. Call All Above Landscaping today. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in Holbein, Ground, and even Evil Single Serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Around here. Okay, you don't gotta have that consent. All about consent for all the things, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, so um, the way we're going to do this, Crow is uh, Amanda's going to introduce you, and then Blake is going to take it off with, uh, you know, asking the questions, and then we're just going to have a great time talking about music. Okay? Um, all right, so, sorry. This is why I need, like, 30 seconds before I do oh, multiple okay. things. Um, so... I'm going to start with this on October 6th. Yes. Peace. Okay. Yes. Um, and okay. So we will go whenever I, are we doing, um, are you, are you going to play the recorded oh, intro? Um, nope. You're just going to, I'm just going to tell you one, two, three, and you're going to just. And, uh, Perfect. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Alrighty, in three, two, one. All right. Well, on October sixth, um, metallic hardcore outfit Capra will unleash their sophomore full-length 
album errors via Metal Blade Records and Blacklight Media Records, maintaining all the elements that made their 2021 debut so compelling. Raucous energy, frantic riffs, from the gut lyrics and soul-searing delivery of vocalist Crow Lotus. Capra has stepped things up on this record with stronger songwriting and a determination to reach the next level. We are so excited that we have Crow here with us today to talk about her experience, her life, and her incredible music. So thank you so much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. I made a mistake. Your your album is already released because it's the October. Oh, yes, it has because yeah, it is right. after the 6th. Yeah, it <laughs> no problem. It's very, very good. I love it. I love it all. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I, I listened to it at the gym today. Got oh. some of that, like, eh, like, yeah. Help me, help me lift. Awesome. <laughs> love that. Yeah, that's nice. Good, that's some good workout music, you know. It is. It's kind yeah. of you know, like it's got that like I'm gonna get done kind of feel. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Get stuff done kind of feel to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we'll edit that out, but that's okay. Yeah. Sorry, no sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, but uh. Like I told you before, Crow, we are so excited and I couldn't wait to to, to have you on because um, when when Nikki um, emailed me that you were available, for, I'm like, yes, we got to have her on. This is so <laughs> good. Yeah, so I'm so excited. So thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. And uh, one thing we like to do here before we we like when we do our our interviews, which by the way, I don't get to sit in on interviews very very much. It was kind of like a last minute thing that I was able to be here today, so I'm very excited to be here as well, talking <laughs> to you. Because uh, uh, it's yeah, we I learned about this earlier today, and I've been listening to your music ever since then, and uh, it's great. Uh, it's just it's right up my alley. I'm very excited. Um, but we've you know we've got we're in the midst of spooky season. Halloween's coming up. So we like to do this things kind of like a kind of like a this or that, uh, you know, when it comes to music, right? So Halloween's coming up, um, so we're gonna play this or that with this band with you, um, and uh, to kind of get an get an idea of where your music taste lies. All right. Now, so, now preface, like, um, now pick which one you want us to do now. We not which one better, you know. Yeah. Which okay, one? that's I appreciate that you say that. <laughs> yes. Okay. We, 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 um, you know, which one would you listen to right now? Yeah, I just did one of these with um for Knotfest, and it was like so excruciating because it was like <laughs> we were doing oh. it at a festival, and it was like half the bands that were on the list were playing that festival, and I was like, oh. well, this is really awkward if one of yeah. them hears me say it. So yeah. So. But, <laughs> But that's a good know, preface. Thank you. Because I yeah, yeah sure. Because I know like every like all music is, is good in somebody's eyes, you know. And I don't right take any away from any band, you know, because that's not me. And we 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 love all kinds of music. So yes. Right. Good preface. Yeah. You're also in the safety of this Zoom call, so like, <laughs> yes, it stays here exactly. until it gets released, and then you know you can deal with that. Well, I can edit. I can edit. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a good editor, so I mean, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So with 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 that in mind, spooky season's coming up. Here we okay. go. Misfits. Ghost. Ooh. Misfits. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. Bro. I mean, I like ghosts, but yeah. Thank you. All right. That's all I had. That's all I could think I, of on the fly. Oh, <laughs> that was that was it. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll think. It's, hold on. All right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right. Um. All right. I got one. I got one. Okay. Dave's got one. Filter or nine inch nails. Nine inch nails. Good. No contest. No right, contest. Yeah. Sorry, but well, you know. I mean. <laughs> 90 snails is, is is it, man, you know? So Amanda, yeah. you got one? And then I see I'm over here like Taylor Swift or Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> um I don't really um I've listened to like a little bit of Olivia Rodrigo stuff, and I think that it's cool. I'm gonna pick her because she's Filipino too. So nice. <laughs> love it. Awesome. No, I the, they'll tell you that that I am definitely not, but oh she's I, I love that you described that. I, on my wall, have a um, signed uh, album, but oh. it's hanging on the other side. Yeah. I have a weird love for Taylor Swift, mm. um, so but I also know that like she's not for everyone. Well, I have a, um, I like to think that I have a pretty like broad um, 
variety of things that I like to listen to. So yeah. I'm certainly not like somebody that just like listens to, I guess, <laughs> what you would expect. I'm really not like that at all. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I just, there, there are two of the newer ones that I just haven't gotten around to. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is on your playlist? Yeah. Curious. Um, <laughs> so I can actually tell you the most recent, let me pull it up right now. The most recent playlist I just made, I can re- fire off. Oh, I love that. Cause yeah. if I try to think of it just off the top of my head, I will not be able to name anything. Oh, so yeah. Susie and the Banshees always like, they have a, like such a big spot in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. Ministry. Garbage. Yeah. I like garbage. I love Lana Del Rey. Concrete Blonde. Uh, she Wants Revenge. Typo Negative is another one that I'm a huge fan of. Um, I don't know if you guys have been checking out Twin Temple. They're a little bit of like a reach, but I really like them lately yeah. too. Um, yeah, they're pretty cool. They're like a married couple that like their whole thing is like, it's not for everybody because their whole thing is like this like big satanic church type of whatever. And, you know, those are my beliefs. Um, but I think that they're a really cool musical um, musical performance group and they're married and they just have like a really like sweet marriage. So uh, stuff like that. So yeah. I like, yeah, that's cool. I love that's that. Awesome. Like, especially because right. like, you know, there's, there's a lot of like family bands that come out like brother and sister duos. Um, right. Like family harmony is definitely a thing and I'm, I'm a sucker for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, there is something about like a married couples, like, like uh musical endeavors i guess is the best way to put it like and even like i mean like i've I've gone back and seen a lot of tiktoks recently about some like fleetwood Ma- fleetwood mac stuff going on right yeah. about each other post breakup but still like the right. and everything's there and it just makes it feel a little more genuine i guess mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and you know i like speaking of that i went and saw spirit box along with um Papa Roach and Shine Down this past weekend. And you know, Spirit Box is a married couple, but they met, I believe, oh, I like as part of their like they were in bands and then came together. That's how they met and then okay. got married. And apparently they asked for their wedding gifts to be like resources to produce their first album. Oh, it's kind really of like cool. a cool way to like, you know, ask yeah. for wedding gifts. Definitely yeah, a like, good investment because they've blown up quite yeah. a bit. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, uh, I knew, they were fantastic. Yeah. 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 So um, we know your your first album released in 20, 2021. So I imagine you wrote the you wrote the album in twenty twenty, uh, the year of the pandemic, right? Um. So when you decided to sign with any kind of label, you could you could have went with a, like a major label or a um indie label, but y'all y'all um, went with Metal Blade. Um, could you t- could you tell us why you why you went to like like a like a record label instead of rele- releasing yourself? Because because I know like 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 the like the dual the dual sword is like yes you'll get noticed but they'll take over your over most of your money and and it's like, it's like opposite for the for the uh, independent label. Right. Um. I think we just knew um that we had something there that was worth pitching um which um that's something that I try to tell a lot of like a lot of the bands like that I know like younger groups that'll like talk to me about whether or not they should reach out to different labels I always tell them you just have to do it I mean the only difference is um you know you got to play to win kind of thing is you have to try it out worst case scenario they just don't like it worst case scenario really they laugh in your face but who cares you know people are going to laugh at you regardless of whether or not they decide to um accept your album or you as a group um so it's just a matter of doing it anyway but um also it is just so so much work to uh write an album so I think it was like well if we did all this we might as well try to um shoot for the stars kind of thing and it just ended up working out pretty good in our favor cool right yeah and what a what a label to sign to as well like you know you think about like all the big names that have have been with metal blade like over the years it's just that's got to be like an exciting thing to be like oh my gosh i'm I'm part of this this family now you know like black dahlia and guar mm-hmm. and you know job for cowboy and list goes on and on and on right it's just so many great bands that have that have come out of that right yeah. we're very grateful to yeah. be involved with them for sure and they've been like nothing but good to us and um it's just yeah. been 
a really great experience. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's not always the case too. Cause we, uh, a little while ago, James and I covered, uh, the history of victory records and, you know, everything that happened with a majority of the bands that were signed, you know, to that label and all the really crappy situations they got put in. And it, so it's awesome mm-hmm. to see that there, there is some, uh, uh, some genuine labels out there that take care of their bands and right. truly do what's best for them. So super mm-hmm. happy yeah. to put out for you guys. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And so it sounds like part of that decision maybe was around self-care too, right? Like we're spending all this energy making the album, giving some of that over to someone else, the producing, the right. advertising, all of that. And so like when you think something that I, like, I'm not a singer. Um, well, I sing, but I'm not very good. No one wants to hear me. Um, <laughs> but you know, something that I've heard a lot more about recently is like vocal health and like make, you know, making sure that you are caring for your vocal cords and all of that. And I think it's much mm-hmm. like self-care too. You yeah. know, like if you get behind, like if you don't take care of it from the beginning, like with your mental health and catches up with you, so like, what yeah. are things that you both do for your vocal health, but also for your mental health to stay present? Um, so for vocal health, it's um, it's been something that I have um, worked on for basically since I started doing vocals. And, and I was always newer to vocals. I It wasn't something that I've always done. Um, I just started doing it with Capra. Um, so if you listen to, and I was just talking about this earlier today, if you listen to um, videos of our earlier performances or like even just the first album, uh, my vocals are very different from what the second album sounds Mm -hmm. like. Um, and for me, it's been like a very gradual change, um, because it's been over the course of several years. Um, but to anybody that's listening, it's like, oh, that seems so abrupt because all they have is to reference the first album versus the second album. Um, and during the first album, I was doing a lot more kind of like, um, yelling type of stuff rather than actual just like screaming or more harsher vocals. Um, and mm-hmm. surprisingly enough, I know it seems kind of um, intuitive, but actually I find that just like the yelling is a lot harder on my vocals, um, which has a lot to do with why I decided to start switching over. Um, also, I just don't think it sounds as good. So I stopped doing that as well. Um, I will say for like vocals, what I started doing is um, I started actually warming up, which is a huge thing. Um, I didn't do it kind of like when we were touring the first album and it makes a world of a difference. Even just 15 minutes of um, warming up your vocals and stretching makes such a massive difference. Um, And it can be the difference between me having a voice after the show or not. Um, I started uh, drinking way more water, which has such a huge impact on uh, my vocal health as well. So um, before a show, I try to drink, um, trying to remember because it's the two big smart water bottles. So I think it's something like 3000 milliliters, like like life water or something. Yeah. It's like 3000 milliliters of water every day. So it's, um, it's about, I believe it's about six bottle, like regular bottles of water before a show. And then I try to drink about half of that after the show. So I'm drinking, like I'm constantly hydrating. Um, and I try to get as much sleep as possible is another huge thing. So, um, often we don't have a lot of time to sleep at night because we're having to wake up early to leave a hotel, to go drive to our next location. Right. Uh, so I'll try to get as much sleep as possible in the van, which is very difficult sometimes, depending on how many people we have in the van or, um, yeah. you know, how hectic the driving is or whatever. So, um, it's just a matter of just trying to make it work as far as mental health. I haven't really figured that one out yet, so <laughs> we're still working hey. on it. I'll take all the suggestions possible. Well, <laughs> I would argue that sleep. Right. I mean, truly sleep and hydration are two amazing things you can do for your mental health. So like that's, that is awesome. Definitely. Um, I will say that um, usually when we start getting a little bit sensitive with one another, uh, the best thing that I can do is just pop headphones in and not talk to anyone for the entire day. So that's probably the extent of what I do. But other than that, I don't really have it figured out too good. (laughs) And, and I've been told, and and I've been told that pineapple juice is is, is very good for your throat too. You know, oh, is that so? Yeah. So um, I I guess huh. if you want to try that out and tell me if it works, because I, I mean huh. that's been proven by I mean because a lot of um I guess vocal teachers tell me that you know because okay 
you know, yeah, so pineapple juice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that you say that because this past tour, I was drinking a ton of pineapple juice for some reason. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, I mean, my vocals did sound pretty decent, but um, I discovered this (laughs) Starbucks drink. It's like in this yellow bottle. I don't know, but it's like coconut milk and pineapple juice and all kind of, it's so good. So I had like one a day for the uh, last tour we did and maybe it did help. Who knows? Eh. Eh. Yeah. Whatever works. Right. And And like nutrition, like, it, I mean, hydration, nutrition, and sleep. I think those are maybe the most important things that in theory right. we can do for our mental health. Like right. it may not be for our mental health, but like. It has a huge impact. Hand, like raise your hand if you get grumpy or hangry when you haven't eaten. Right. Oh, come on. Yeah. Am I, yeah, no one else right. is raising yeah. their hand. Come on. I don't know yeah, about- I'm very like, particular about, um, I feel like maybe I'm rambling about this, but I'm very particular about what I eat when we're on tour. Um, and that's something that I won't really, um, sway in because, uh, like I'm very particular about what I put in my body. So I try to eat as healthy as possible. Um, we're eating from like truck stops all the time, you know, so we right. don't have the best options in the world, but, um, I'm, I refuse to eat fast food every single day. That's something I can't do because I will just like feel so awful all the time. If we do that, um, have to have three meals a day. I'm going to be a problem if I don't. Um, so usually I'll try to pick up something that's like decently healthy. Like they have the little packs. Now there's so many options, but they have the little packs of like the grilled chicken or they'll have a salad or they'll have like boiled eggs or something. I mean, I try to just eat as, um, as cleanly as possible, I guess. Right. Now what, what's your favorite venue that you ever that you're playing in because I find venues are, 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 are the same. They're all dingy and you know, they're, they're not, <laughs> you know, uh, kept up as much as one would want to, you know? So, um, do you have any, um, favorite venues you'd like, you'd like to go back and visit? Um, it's a little complicated because, um, sometimes my favorite thing about a venue isn't really the venue. It's the city that it's in. Okay. Um, yeah. so, it's hard to say exactly. I will say for this particular tour, and it's a shame because I cannot even remember oh. what the name of it was, but I think it was, uh, it was when we were with Zayo and I think it might've been, I can't remember if it was Chicago or Detroit. It was one of the two, but I liked it because it had um, a venue, uh, sorry, a green room upstairs that was like an entire apartment. Um, so they had like a kitchen, they had like a living room, they had two like bed and bathrooms. So like, um we weren't like waiting for somebody to get out of the bathroom like it was there was always a bathroom available they had like a balcony with like a hammock and everything it was really really comfortable and um let me see actually i kind of want to pull it up because i thought it was such a cool place i'd hate to not like be able to give you the name of it yeah i think you um just blew our hearts up blake's heart away when you mentioned I'm in particular man yeah no, I'm man, a big <laughs> man. i love zayo and it's so funny oh yeah <laughs> how i came across zayo like so my oldest sister, um, one year for my birthday, she gives me this DVD of a band I had never heard of ever in my life called Zay. And she's like, I don't know. I figured you, you might you might like their stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. So I watched this DVD. Mind you, never heard a single song. And I just mm-hmm. was entranced by this band and just like, like <laughs> fell in love with them. Like after, yeah. and I watched that DVD over and over and over and over again, just nice them. yeah yeah they're also um i think that it would uh do your heart well to know that they're all very nice people so oh, nice. Um, yes. they definitely <laughs> are really really cool yeah i know that it's sometimes it's a little bit of a bummer if you really like a band and then they end yeah. up kind of being assholes but they're right. all really nice yeah. really humble um and um they yeah. really want to see other people succeed it's yeah. uh they're just a great band to tour with for sure That's- we're hoping to do something with them again in the future yeah i think it was um wait sanctuary reggie i think it was reggie's in chicago but i can't remember okay. if that's exactly it but that's just what i'm gonna say reggie's is my final answer okay <laughs> it's your final. okay oh uh, well um um since you, since you mentioned it has you don't have to name the man because i know um word can get out fast but um right. have you met a band that that you that that you really wanted to meet but it turned out to be not that very nice of, of, of people to you um not really actually i think that most bands um it's kind of funny because most bands reputations that really do precede them and um it's not necessarily like to the general public but at least to other touring bands um you generally know if somebody's going to be um 
kind of a jerk before you meet them. Right. So there's not, they don't, it doesn't usually take you by surprise, but I haven't had anybody that's been like totally like, you know, rude or an asshole or anything like that. So thankfully it's, nice. it's all been a pretty good experience. Nice. There's yeah. always time for a first. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Always. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to, um, yeah, go, no, oh, say like, I, I'm, I've shared with these guys, like, I'm not a, I'm not a metal guy, girl. Like I've, I've always felt like, or believed, I don't know, some prejudice in the back of my head that like, everyone is angry that sings metal. <laughs> like, <laughs> and what I figured out, the more I've talked to people is that they're not like, mm-hmm. like, it's maybe a way to express some emotion, but, but most of like the, the metal heads I've met are some of the nicest, kindest yeah. Yeah people ever yeah. and so it's just i like that stare and then i think that some of the like copy a- princess kind of people that have this you know good girl image are maybe the ones that are a little uh that's where it comes not like opposite right. <laughs> snarky and judgy and all the things <laughs> um so yeah like i'm learning a lot um in this process too and i think there's so much about like what you said that people's reputations precede them because I can think of so many other artists who you hear stories about like what their demands are or how they show up with fans and things like that. And so knowing what you're getting into is nice, but it sounds like you've got great people that you've worked with and that you've interacted with, which is awesome. Yeah. I consider myself lucky for sure. (laughs) Well, speaking of venues, I have a question. Uh, have you guys played South Carolina? Any? any? Uh, yes. Yes. We just actually just played South Carolina. Greenville, I think is the okay. name of the city. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Two hours. I think upstate. Yeah. So we're, okay. so there is a, so there's a music venue that is in Columbia um, that uh, has been commonly referred to as the CBGBs of the South. Okay. Uh, and it is, uh, unfortunately, uh, James, I don't think we've talked about it since it happened, but they officially announced that it's like shutting down for good. What? Uh, what's the name and, of it? Uh, New it's Brooklyn a... Tavern. I think I might've played there with, oh, really? um, yeah, we did play, we played there for sure. I don't know if it would have been with like, um, it might've been with ho- on the horse tour that we had done. Okay. But um, that name sounds very familiar, and I don't think I would know it unless we played there because I don't have a good memory. Um, super tall, super dingy, like I, I don't is, know what. It's very tiny and very. Everyone is definitely right on top of each other. Um, right, it's always a good thing. Kind of fall down whenever you jump up and down. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at picture. I'm trying to pull up pictures so that I can remember if I've been here or not. It sounds so familiar. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I feel like I have been here, but I can't remember exactly. That'd be something that I'd have to check out later. Yeah. It's so funny. Like uh, I've seen, I've seen so many bands there because it's, you know, for us, it's right up the road. Uh, right. A lot of good shows. Uh, Vincent from Acacia Strain, like he, they came out with like a special shirt trying to save it because it's like one of their favorite places. Oh, yeah. And uh, through the eyes of the dead and different bands like that, trying to keep this place going, it's just it's going to shut down. So yeah, just just wondering if you guys ever had a chance to to play there. I feel uh, that maybe we have because that sounds yeah. super familiar. Yeah, yeah. Always a fun time at, at New Brooklyn. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, be... sorry. I'm sorry to hear that just shouldn't have known. Um, yeah, it's done. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. But I read somewhere that, that y'all have been... Ho- uh, okay, so we wrote in, in, in transmission, y'all held, it on, y'all held it for like a year before y'all sent it out to um, companies and, and stuff. Um, were you, that, that were you signed during COVID or like, like, did you like email it to like a company and I mean, like, like how did you get signed and, and when you didn't know that you, you know? Um, so we reached out to uh, metal blade before COVID, I believe. And then I think it was during COVID that they had kind of said, Hey, we don't really know what's going on right now in the world. So let me just put in yeah. like, you know, put a nail in it and we'll figure it out later. Um, and then they did actually reach back out to us, which is great. They ended up um, getting back with us. I think it was right at the end of um, kind of when things started uh, right at the end of quarantine yeah. Um, or when everything was shut down. Um, and that's about the time that we started working together, I believe, but my timelines are always mixed up. Mm. 
Also, I just want to mention before I forget, we did play New Brooklyn Tavern. That was the actually the last day of our tour with Horrors. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was that last year or? Um, that would have been, I think, two years ago, maybe okay, so... either last year or the year before. Okay. I can't remember exactly. Okay. Man, that's fun. Uh, it's I, I've yeah. always wanted to play there. Never had the opportunity to actually play with the band there. Had some friends that did, and I'm I'm super happy for them. But I, I hate that it's. It's going away. Man. So many good shows, but right. uh, but we do have the Senate. So I mean, we do have the Senate. The Senate to, is 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 great too. Yeah. If you ever you guys ever get a chance to play the Senate in Columbia, it's 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 a good one too. So yeah. and me and Blake and we'll call Amanda because Amanda lives in Texas. We'll call. Her uh, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll call I yeah, I was like, I saw that you're playing in San Antonio in a few weeks yeah yeah. unfortunately that's like because texas is ridiculously huge it's It's like five hours away from me oh no um but you know you like and that's like that's because texas is ridiculous but Mm -hmm. it made me what blake was talking about makes me think of the there's a small venue here that closed and then somebody that owns several bars here was like nope like we need this live music venue and so took it over yeah. I mean, it's like truly like it's in the basement of this place. Like it's amazing, mm-hmm. but I think live shows and live venues have lost a lot of income. Yeah, you know they're mm-hmm. playing catch up still, even from mm-hmm. you know everything being closed down. And so it's sad to see those smaller venues with so much personality and like uniqueness being. Since since we're on right. the Crow, I want to ask you this because because it, it, it affects bands and 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 your band in general. I heard through internet that Ticketmaster was going to give every band from now on until wherever like fifteen hundred dollars to cover their uh cover their uh you know what trips there and uh, have have you ever heard of anything like like, like that yet? No, I haven't heard anything okay. about it because I know they're going to do it sometime, but I don't know if that's true or not. You know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Never heard of it. Yeah, okay. let's hope they do because Ticketmaster is awful. Yeah. I... <laughs> um. Okay. So as I mentioned crazy. before, like we, you know, I, I, I did some like really last minute deep dives like into your music. Um. One of the songs that stood out to me was Paper Tongues. Um. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's. I, I think it's great. Just. I. I just wanted to ask, like, what kind of like where where were you? as far as the writing process for paper tongues, like where, where did that like come from? Um, so that one is, um, it's kind of a complicated situation because I was actually attempting to write. Um, <laughs> I was having trouble uh, figuring out what to write about. And my uh, band, one of my bandmates, Tyler was like, well, just write about whatever. I mean, it doesn't really matter. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to write about, um, and we were thinking about how in a lot of power metal, they just write about like a monster or just whatever. Like it doesn't, you know, just random stuff. So I said, that's what I'm going to write about. Whatever. We can just have a song, one song that doesn't mean anything. Um, so I started trying to do that, but I couldn't because um, it just felt so insincere Uh, So what I did was I actually ended up um, writing, I did write um, in a sense about a monster, but I, uh, it's more of a metaphor um, for some family issues that I was going through at the time. So um, it is in a way, just kind of like a fantasy, like power metal, like inspired song uh, lyrically, uh, but it is um, metaphorical for something much deeper. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I I love (laughs) I love kind of like those uh, kind of like double double meaning kind of, th- you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. I know what you, I know what you're uh, what you're getting at there. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> love that one. Wanted to throw it out there. I was like, thank you. This is where I, this is this is this is my jam. Right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one, too. I also want to ask you about the Locust Preacher because that's my first song on, on your first album. Um, but I read that, that that's about you having like night terrors when you when you go to bed is that i mean is that right it was more so um a childhood problem but i don't really um thankfully i am now very comfortable with my nightmares so i don't really have an issue or i don't really consider it to be an issue anymore um but as a child if you don't know what's happening to you when you're having sleep paralysis it's a very scary situation um so i kind of 
kind of just wanted to write um, from the perspective of me being like a teenager or a kid back whenever I didn't really know what was happening. Um, And that was, yeah, basically the whole idea behind it. Yeah, because having night terrors um, is also detrimental to the, your your mental me- mentality, you know, and that's definitely. So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure everything's okay with you on that one, and we're all good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, like we are. Yeah. So awesome. And, and you know, like it sounds like these other two songs are about things that I mean, real stuff, but also there's those other layers but then like mm-hmm. red guillotine like that's very like in your face straightforward for sure yeah, yeah. like there's no <laughs> yeah yeah right there's no like hiding what that's yeah. about right and so like in your you know i'm also a woman but like in your everyday life and especially like in the music scene how do you feel like you have to show up differently or bigger anything than than the men that are your peers um i think for the first album I kept thinking um, that there were so many things that I had to do differently. So I kept telling myself, I have to be better at this or I have to do this or do this so that no one questions me because of like who I am. And I think at this point, like for the second album, it's more so just like, it's not fair for me to have to carry not only, you know, like whatever setbacks that I may have just for people who don't like me because of what I look like. Um, but it's also not fair for me to have to carry that emotional burden of even caring. Um, so now I'm like, I just choose not to, <laughs> you know, not that it's no longer a problem. Um, but I'm like, I'm just not gonna waste my time being burdened by that, I guess, just because I'm exhausted and it makes no sense for me to have to, you know, focus on that more than I need to. Um, but of course I wrote another song about that and the second album. So I ended up just like kind of having a repeat of the first one, but. Well, and I think though, that like, you know, regulating the lyrics, like when I look at them and I'm sure lots of other women, you're like, yes, like that is what it feels like to be a woman sometimes. Right. Like you don't get your own body. You don't have your own autonomy. Right. You are like, you're the one that's the bad person if you say no. Right. right. Like there's, there's that whole thing. So like, what, like, what would you want listeners to, especially female listeners? Or actually mm-hmm. let's, let's take that back. What would you like male listeners to know mm. about women based on your lyrics? <laughs> I just switched that up. Sorry, that was not the question, but we changed it. Yeah, changed it up. Mm. That's so great. Um, I guess I never really thought of it that way. <laughs> I would have been, no, that's Making okay. things hard for you. Um, just... No, that's fine. Um, I, I just think that... Um, probably the only thing that I could say is just listen to women when they tell you something or to, you know, be more inclined to take them seriously. Um, because just because something may be confusing to you or just because something, um, that a woman has experienced is something that you'll never be able to experience. Like maybe just listen to what they have to say, you know, I think that's the only thing that I can really, um, impart as far as having to do with that song, but yeah. Like listen to the expert and believe them. <laughs> but I, you know, how many times do we have to say it? <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like all women want is like bodily autonomy and pockets. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Valid. I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, I, know. I don't know about you, but like every time I wear a dress or something that has pockets, I'm like, it has pockets. And you know, oh, it's yeah. a whole like thing. And of course, yeah. the what I'm wearing today does not have pockets. And I was like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I can't even like. It's funny that you pockets. say that. Yep. It's funny that you say that because uh, my brother had these pants on the other day and he was saying how they were like tight at the top. And he was like, it's so weird. I'm not used to this. He goes, I can barely fit my phone in my pocket. And I said, well, welcome to, you know, this is what I, I said. That's like what I experience all the time. And he was like, so confused. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, that I never thought about. Like, that's not even something that he ever like experiences but i was like yeah we just don't have pockets like it's not a thing that we have we have back oh. pockets but then if you like sit down or something you're sitting on everything right. that's in your pocket or it's falling out or yeah i mean i i remember i think my son was like 10 and i was like hey dude like don't forget like you need you know your phone and grab a water bottle because we're going out and he's like i already have it it's in my pocket and i'm like yeah you have a that's water crazy. bottle like in your pocket dude that's not yeah. fair 
you're yeah, grounded. But I, yeah. <laughs> you don't get to go anymore. Never mind. You're prepared and you get to fit everything in your yeah, pocket. That's crazy. I guess I, I well well I I guess I'm the only on man out because I have a a walker right there. <laughs> yeah. With, with my, so you can just carry all the things. Right. right. Yeah. And it's, all kind of and it's a seat. I can sit down wherever you go, you know, so right. I mean, something, but, uh, but I'm so like, my mom calls me like a unicorn. I'm like, oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the sheer joy that comes from my wife's like, uh, soul whenever like she buys something and she's like, oh, it's got pockets. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I'm happy. Love I'm a happy. pocket. So yeah, it's got pockets for you, babe. Why don't we? Why don't we just buy you some cargo uh, pants? Shorts. Yeah. yeah, some uh, yeah, some yeah, some yeah. <laughs> I'll have all the pockets you'll ever need. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Um, Blake has this has this question. What's the weirdest question you've ever got on 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 an interview yet? As far as right now? pockets. The weirdest question besides the pockets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really, um, or the, like the, one of the dumbest. Oh, I can talk about like one of the weirdest interviews I've done as a whole. Ooh. I don't remember the exact questions, but, um, I did an interview with, um, somebody who had no idea who I was and it was mm. very awkward, <laughs> which I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm not Lenny Kravitz over here, but the guy had literally no idea. Yeah who I was or what my name was or anything like that. And so it was very strange. So I entered the interview and the first thing he did was call me by the wrong name. And I said, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, and so the entire time he was asking me um, about my music, but not in a way that was like, Oh, what, you know, why, what was the meaning behind this song or whatever? It was all like him finding out in that moment what kind of music I played and like what I I was like this is yeah. I've never done an interview and <laughs> it's like speed dating but it's an interview it's very right. strange the, yeah I feel like that could be a cool way to interview someone if your could guest be. like knows going into it or if right. like, that's the you know like that's what the interview is like exactly, I'm interviewing yeah. someone and I know nothing about them like not even that it's a musician but just like Random person on my schedule, like, yeah, we're going to interview. I'm going to find out who That'd you are. That'd be super cool. Yeah. See, that would be cool. But it was like, not cool. It was very much not cool. <laughs> yeah, that would really be really weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, yes. we are kicking ass with you today. So it's all, you know, so hopefully we're doing okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, no. Solid. So, solid. <laughs> So in in regards to like we, you know every time a band talks about like they have a new album coming out or whatever you know like the common the common theme is always like this is going to be this is different from anything we've ever done before this is going to be so much better than anything we've ever put out before and you know that's that's usually how it's pitched right, um, right. but with uh, with errors um, how how does this one differ uh, from um, in transmission. Um, I think like with any band that um, would say probably for the second album that they do is that uh, we all knew what we were doing a little bit more. And I think that we were all a little bit more um, confident in writing mm -hmm. because for the first album, we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't really know how to write an album. We didn't really knew, uh, know how anybody was going to react to anything. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think for the second album, after like receiving the feedback that we did on the first one, we just felt a lot more comfortable to kind of write about what we wanted to rather than what we felt like. Um, well, not to say that we wrote um, while really like trying to give people what they wanted, but it was more so being a little bit afraid to put things that we wanted in it because we didn't know how people would take it. Right. Um, definitely. Um, and like lyrically for sure, there were some things that I was uh, some areas that I just did not want to touch. And I think for this album, I allowed myself to be a little bit angrier. I allowed myself to um, kind of really feel things that I was too afraid to feel for the last album. And um, also I just uh, educated myself a lot on what, um, you know, where my vocals were supposed to be coming from and vocal health and things like that. So um, I think that my vocals sound, in my opinion, a lot better. I know a lot of people like tell the vocals sounded on the first album, but, um, I'm a lot happier with where they're at and I'm a lot happier with how I feel after I perform them as well. So that's sure. what I'd have to say probably about that. 
Well, I will tell you that Human Commodity and King Slayer is two of my favorite favorite songs from that record. It's just amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and, you. Um, I do have a question about, okay, so um, for, for anybody listening right now, you can pick up um, uh, errors right now on any platform you want to, especially physical media. Please buy it. Because they don't come out a lot. And, and, yeah. and a lot of people don't know what that physical media is. Like, 90 yeah, they're like, what's, what's that? Right. Yeah. But yeah, right. what's, what's physical media now, you know? But um, but I want to ask you about your genre. And because uh, a lot of bands are mis, mis uh, genre, I guess. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's mis- one way to put it. Yeah, mis <laughs> genre. And uh, it's okay. So on Apple, Apple Music, it says that y'all are metal. Okay. But y'all, y'all do honestly remind me of a of a of a uh, Black Flag kind of type of band. Is that safe to say, or would you like strictly uh, consider yourself metal only? Well, I think it is really complicated because it honestly, in my opinion, varies pretty greatly from song to song. Okay. Uh, but I will also say that um, I think that even from band member to band member, it varies. Um, so. I think that a lot of the time, like the vocal delivery that I'll do doesn't maybe necessarily make sense for like the style of instrumentation. Um, And that was something that I was, um, as I was talking about earlier, that was something that I was uh, one of those things that I was insecure about in the first album. I wasn't really sure if that made things weird, but people seemed to like it. So that was something that Mm -hmm. I allowed myself to continue doing for the second album. Mm, Um, So to answer your question, I would say that um, we probably do cover like a broad um variety um i know that it sounds ridiculous for somebody who doesn't listen to this kind of music is probably like broad it all sounds the same but um (laughs) if you're really thinking of like the specific you know like um different nuances of this kind of music um it is there is a pretty big variety i think in our songs so i would say that um yeah definitely hardcore punk is something that we um that's actually i think the um genre that we used to use to describe ourselves Mm -hmm. we don't usually ever use metal to describe ourselves actually we usually just call ourselves a hardcore band just because i find that um hardcore can kind of mean anything (laughs) you know i've heard a million different kinds of hardcore bands so um usually we'll just say it's uh it's kind of a little punk kind of just like a little hardcore uh there's some metal influences in there Mm -hmm. um but it really is just like such a broad kind of spectrum i think in my opinion right Uh, well regardless of what you call it it is great Uh, thank you (laughs) it it has been a true pleasure to uh not only speak with you today but to to like discover your music um and uh and really dive in i i have thoroughly enjoyed yeah thanks so much absolutely and we do have one more question before we let you go i promise and i'm so sorry (laughs) i didn't didn't fill you in oh you're (laughs) <laughs> but um <laughs> we, always ask, we always ask this to all to all of our guests because we're always always i'm always wondering and uh okay so if i if, if you had to pick between a artist band or an album and you can listen to to either one of those and you can hear it and 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 but you can't tell me or amanda or blake how it makes you feel inside the soul deep in your soul what would that be what song, artist, or album would that be? What I didn't understand the second uh, part of the question. I'm sorry. Yeah, I couldn't tell you guys. Uh, what, what was the? Like if it like if, it's too hard. Like, to, oh, yeah. Like you don't have the words to describe like how it makes you feel, but it's just oh, it's a, it's just, it, yeah. Hmm. Inside your soul, you know, you really can't express. Um. Yeah, artist question. <laughs> I have like two. Can I say two of them? Yes, I'm kind of like torn one between one two. Here. I would say um, they're both albums. I would say probably either um, Portishead's Dummy would be one. And then the other one would probably be Pretty Hate Machine, Nine Inch Nails. Ooh, good album. So yeah, one of those two. As of right now in this moment, like off yeah, the top right of my head. Yeah. But it'll probably yeah. change next week, like you were It'll talking about like, earlier. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, my, um, you know, I'm a lover of all, 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 all music and yeah, today would be Misfits for me. Next week would be Nine Inch Nails, for, you know, for me too. So Nine Inch Nails right. is like one of the greatest bands of all time. But um, we love you, and we hope to God you come back and uh, and just chill out with us. And uh, and, sure. and, now, and now that we follow each other on Instagram, uh, yeah. we can talk to each other. <laughs> you know, right. Right. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah. uh, and, uh, Mr. Brosley is going to tell everybody where to find y'all and how to contact y'all. Cool. Yeah, so if you guys are looking to follow and dive into the world of Capra like we have, um, it's uh, at Capra Band on all the all the things, right? On uh, all the platforms. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've um, I, I'm I'm digging into that right now. So, <laughs> but thank you so much <laughs> for for coming on the show. Um, we've had a blast talking to you. Come back anytime. Yeah. Um, and uh, you guys, you guys got anything else? I oh, I just want to say thank you for like introducing metal to me. Truly, like Aww. or whatever you, whatever hardcore. I, it's something I've never listened to truly until um, like ten days ago. Wow, I love that. Like, not, I'm not even. I wish that I could be like I'm exaggerating. You know, I'm 44 and and I found hardcore metal <laughs> between awesome. spirit box and you i this is great like amazing female leads yes to like really incredible bands with great lyrics like well, it's, thank you so yeah. thank you for like being here so that i could find a new music genre yeah. to listen to and new bands it's so well, thank, thank you. you for listening i love that thank you guys for having me no problem and for Come everybody out there listening always remember when words fail music speaks Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much, girl. Awesome. Thank amazing. you. No problem. Thank you all for having me. We really <laughs> love you. And I'm, and I'm, I'm really serious. Like I, like the whole time I was at the gym, I was listening to you. I was like, man, why did I not listen to this before so when I looked at my, yeah. like this is enjoyed the it. best. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank really, you. Cause I just, I blown it off. I'll be on like, I was like, nope, this is not for me. I hear you. And then I just didn't. You know, like you make that decision, and so you're just like never even gonna check it out, right? And so now it's like maybe I should actually check it out, <laughs> right? And then it turned out that. you loved it, so yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so thank you for no and yes. Oh, wait, what does oh. your shirt say? I see misogynist. Um, I made this. <laughs> it's supposed to be one of those, you know, like those online ads. It's like doctors hate him for oh, discovering yeah, this yeah. one anti aging trick or whatever. But <laughs> it's like I made this. I don't know. It's probably backwards, huh? But no, oh no, yeah, we can read it fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, I uh, love this. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to do like I had like this little. I tried to do like a clothing brand for like a week, and then my ADD took over, and I got oh, over yep. it. So, so ADD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now I just have like a few pieces that are my own personal. Oh, I love that. I that shirt is amazing. Um, <laughs> Thanks. And really, like, yes, I just I'm so excited that I found you, and well, that James introduced me to your music, and yeah, um, that sure. I got to be here. Yeah. So thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm sure I'll be. I'm sure I'll be back on again in the future. Yes, I hope God, so. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and 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 I will get with Nikki, and then I will inform her uh, when this comes out. This probably comes out next week. And I will, nice. her, and then I'll I'll keep in contact with you on on Instagram if I can. Okay. Um, I feel like okay. we're friends now, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, this yeah. is gonna be awesome. Hell yeah! So, th 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 I, 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 honestly, God, thank you for so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. So thank you so much. You <laughs> no have problem. a great evening. You Bye, too. Girl. Bye guys. Bye.